0: The pride of Louisville, Kentucky, Maggie Lawson and her her pal, Timothy Almondson. Please welcome the psychologists are in.
1: Okay, here we go. Tim, are you good? Almost. Almost. Great. I love it. Hold on. Hi. <laughs> hi. Uh, hi, San Francisco.
0: Or, or as we like to call it, Psych like Francisco. Francisco. Oh,
1: really, you guys? That was like a softball.
0: <laughs> and hey, it's the first stop on our psychologist tour.
1: It sure is.
0: A Psych Watch yeah. podcast.
1: A Psych Rewatch Podcast. We're so happy to see all of you. Yay. Uh, But before we get started with the podcast, um, we have a very, very important question to ask all of you.
0: Hey, all y'all in the audience, are you ready to help us podcast the shit out of this very first stop on our tour? (laughs) Wow. I'm thinking that sounds like a yes.
1: Wow. Oh, I was actually gonna do a bit where I was I was gonna say I can't hear you, but I really did hear you. Like that was really, 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 oh, really. Good.
0: Maggie, I gotta say, you look amazing.
1: Oh, thanks, Tim.
0: <laughs> How about these sparkles, huh?
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Tim. You look amazing. Doesn't he look
0: amazing? I bought a new suit for the first. Oh, shucks, thanks.
1: Tim told me he was wearing a suit, uh, and I was like, oh, I better <laughs> I better dress up a little. So uh, yeah, I brought the sparkles out, and then I heard that there's a theme here at Sketchfest, Fest uh, called Sparkle Saturdays. So, um, I guess I fit in today? I think it's good. Slay, wow, thank you. Um,
0: what does that mean? That's why my G-string is sparkly.
1: Oh. We're already it's going there. It's a little there. itchy, I we're gotta say. We're already it's... going there. Oh, Tim, I'm so excited. Are you so excited?
0: I cannot believe we're back here a year, a year later to look at us on tour. I know.
1: Should we like do a live podcast? Um, Tim, all right, I'm going to do our intro because, um, we're, this is a live show. So, I'm going to start with, welcome everybody to The Psychologists Are In. I am Maggie Lawson.
0: I'm her podcast partner in crime, Timothy Elmitson. Hoity, 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 hoy!
1: <laughs> do you all know the episode we're talking about today? Wait, did we announce that? Oh, <laughs> what was- Well, so much for my surprise. Uh, But before
0: we dig into this most psychonic of episodes, I just want to say we really want to um, dedicate this particular show to um, a a dear psych friend we lost yesterday, the great Carl Weathers. Yeah. So what a beautiful, a fa- beautiful
1: obviously. human being! What a like shock! We've been really shocked because he's. It's yeah, it's really. I, mean, I,
0: good I, good. I, got, I I was sitting on the plane yesterday to fly up here, and then Doula texted us all the on our family, our psych family thread, and this and I literally like almost burst into tears. I just yeah. realized how. Like when he did that that conversation we had on uh, for Viagra Falls was so special. We just really, I felt like we really connected with him.
1: That's, but that's him. Like, I feel like we we talked to him in Detroit last year. Obviously he did Psych. um, He did Viagra Falls. But then we saw him uh, at the Motor City Comic Con last year. And he sat down and we had such a lovely conversation. He doesn't really do podcasts.
0: But Yeah, hey, you want to to do podcasts? He was like, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: He was so kind. And, and... He's just, I, like, you just immediately, I mean, you're, we were in the presence of a, a legend anyway and a master, but to, like, have somebody on the podcast who was like, let's talk about, like, acting and, like, what we do, and he's just, he's, a, he's was a real connector, and I...
0: just I, Yeah, I just feel yeah, really just real, like, you said the word connector, like, I felt so connected with him. Yeah. And, like, I was just surprised by how much that news affected me.
1: Yeah, same. It really has... It really has uh, broken our hearts. So we decided to dedicate this episode um, to him and our first stop we lo- to him. Because the psych family lost a yeah, friend. We love him. Yeah.
0: So here's to Carl.
1: Yeah. All right. And. Let
0: me check my very professional notes.
1: Check your very professional notes. Is there anything else?
0: I. I well, guess that is a uh, psych pop socket on my phone.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let me make sure wh- which way the pineapples turned. Okay, it is the right side up. We're good to go. Are you um, ready, Maggie? I, for one, am ready to podcast the shit out of it. So.
1: I am too. I'm ready to podcast the shit out of it. Also, um, this suit's really fantastic. I, I feel like we did we like really brushed over like our first five minutes that we like to compliment each other. So I'm just gonna bring it back and
0: say, "You look fantastic." What? Same. Bring the mic in. What? Bring the mic in a little closer to your mouth. Oh,
1: bring here. Hi. Here Do you hear me?
0: Old man Timmy's hearing aids are not what they used to be. So yes not for you. That's awesome. All right. This
1: is what you're gonna get. You can hear me, yeah?
0: I can hear you now. All
1: right, that's great. Then let's podcast the shit out of uh what episode are we doing?
0: Which of course is our um our homage to the hangover.
1: Yes. And I think I mean, as far as psychonic episodes go, um, is this the, like, I, most?
0: I've got a pretty big uh, se- psych degree of separation on this one.
1: Oh, tell us.
0: So the 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 movie The Hanger was written by um, my friend Scott Moore, who turns out was a um a dad at my kid's school. So while I was shooting a psych makeover on the weekends, I would go home and run carpool and have Friday coffees after the assemblies. And I met Scott and just became pals. And lo and behold, a few years later, so it's almost a psych... Psychonic connection.
1: No, that's a real thing. Or a
0: psychonic prediction.
1: I think that's a few, a, le- a a few psych years degree... later. We end up doing
0: his movie for um, an homage.
1: I love this. Um, yeah, I think it's all of the psychs. It's a psychonic, uh, psych degree of separation, a psychonition. What are we calling that? It's a psych. What it? Is it just premonition? I feel like we can do better with that word. No. Then. I don't know.
0: There's a really f- another fun, psychic connection, psychonic connection, psych degree of separation. Which The Hangar starred uh, Rachel Harris, who was our sometime drinking pal in Vancouver. Oh, we love her. Because she was up in Vancouver doing yeah. Diary of the Wimpy Kid. And we would always see her at the corner suite, which was one of our watering holes slash headquarters. Where you had your birthday.
1: <laughs> headquarters. And Rachel
0: yeah. was so sweet. She was like, I'm, I'm doing a kid's movie. Can I hang out with you adults, please? Yeah. But she was so sweet. Um, and then, of course, at the Oaks is, I mean, not, well, at that school where I went. My kids went, this is where I met our dear friend, Joel McHale.
1: Yeah. Look at all of these psych degrees of separation we have before we've even started the episode. I okay, love I'm, it.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop my psych degrees of separation. Let's move into the episode.
1: Okay, let's move into the episode. Do you want to move into the episode?
0: Okay. I have, this might be well, I have a new drinking game for the show. Shocker. <laughs> because there's not a lot of Pepto drink in this episode. So this is now the... Um,
1: I don't even know of this game yet, so I, this is going to be news to me as well.
0: Okay, are you excited?
1: I'm f- are you kidding?
0: It's the psychonic line libation. So when I point out a psychonic line from the show, oh. that's when you can take a shot. Or, of course, as a caveat for all our friends who are sober, you can, it doesn't have to be booze. It can always be a de- shot of no, delicious- No, you can always pi- drink
1: liquid death because that's the name of a water now.
0: Or a shot of delicious flavored pineapple juice.
1: Or, yeah, or that, yeah.
0: And, or, here's something even more fun. Perhaps this could be your favorite ice cream. For a lactose intolerant friends, it could be a um, a scoop of um, pineapple um, sorbet, or perhaps a handful of Snyder's of Hanover pretzel pretzel bites. Basically, whatever brings you joy. When I hit the the psychotic line of libation, you dig it in.
1: I love that. That's like a very inclusive line of of. Uh, that's a very inclusive drinking game, right?
0: It's it's a drinking game. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a joy game. It's it could be It's a Treat yourself nice game.
1: I love it. It's what we like to do You here. could look in
0: the mirror and say, hey, you, boy, are you good looking. And you're smart enough, and you're good enough, and gosh darn it, people like you.
1: Yeah, that does deserve a round Because of you're plug.
0: smart enough to love our show.
1: Um, exactly. So let's, let's talk about our show. How about that? That's um, a great idea. Last night, Gus, I mean, you guys, I mean, I, like, they probably know the whole synopsis anyway, but I'm going to read it, because that's what we do on The Psychologists Are In. And Devin, I'm sure, has thrown some very fun jokes in here uh, for me as well. Uh, Who who wrote Last Night, Gus?
0: Andy Berman and our hero, Steve Franks.
1: And uh, Andy also directed it. This is like...
0: He, did, he directed the shit out of it.
1: He did direct the shit out of it. Andy is like, this is so, uh, I kind of love that one of the most iconic episodes is written and directed by Andy Berman because Andy was so purely, I mean, all the writers were, but I feel like Andy was, he was there from day one. He was one of us. He mm. was one of us. This is, it's a good one. Okay. Um, did anybody get the pineapple siding? I knew it. I, I, I did that on purpose. I was busy laughing.
0: So no, lay it on me.
1: We never get it. So uh, does anyone want to like shout it out? Glasses. The glasses—they are right. The shot glasses at the bar, and there are other glasses. Oh come on! The, yes, okay. Gus's apartment. I knew. I knew you'd get it. Okay. Boy, I missed. Were more than,
0: there was more than one. I missed all of them. Yeah, they have uh,
1: small pineapples. Uh, there are small pineapples on the glasses in Gus's apartment. You all are good. Uh, I would never have seen that. Okay, ready? Ready. All right. The whole SBPD crew is at a local bar celebrating the retirement of a fellow officer. Unfortunately, it's a major snooze fest.
0: Hold on. There's a show first on here. Uh-oh. So, everybody pull over.
1: Pull, pull over.
0: Climb off the ladder. <laughs> Get off the ladder. Put the, the treadmill down to, down to a safe walking speed. <laughs> if you're, if you're um, using a hammer... Or a chainsaw while you're listening to the podcast, you might want to put it down because this is going to knock your start.
1: Definitely put down the chainsaw.
0: This this is it's that big. <laughs> this is the first time, the series first, show first, that we see Jules and Sean on a date in front of the SPPD.
1: Oh, right. That's actually that's true. But
0: they're now out as a couple, so now we get to see them doing coupley things.
1: That's that's uh, that's very good. This is a psych first. Is everyone safe? Is everyone okay? Did anyone hurt themselves hearing that? Okay, good. Yeah, is everybody
0: um, safe in the audience? Y'all yeah, good? Yeah,
1: everybody, all right. Okay, okay, so uh, then, so it's major snooze fest, right? That's when Sean makes a toast to Jim Dubois, the retiree, and calls for a round of shots.
0: I was gonna say, which starts with the famous last words, how about a round of shots? Yeah. Cut to...
1: Never ends well.
0: The psych office and of Sean shots. waking up.
1: Yes, a hold. Okay, Juliet heads out early, Juliet's in there, leaving Sean and the boys alone for a hangover-esque night out. The next morning, at the psych office, I love this scene, we find Sean and Gus passed out. They finally awake uh, and have uh, absolutely no idea what happened the previous night. Sean's finger to eyebrow device is broken. (laughs) That's a first, that's how bad it was. Um they are clueless as to why Sean is wearing a shower cap, a gold chain, and sandals that are not his. While- Which I gotta
0: say is is another um, psychic prediction because we know that James <laughs> Rodriguez loves his, his flip flops with loves. socks. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is it is his look. It's his look. He, just, he started the trend. He, now that. he gives does zero it. shits. He, yes. And he, he doesn't have to. Why give any shits? Okay. Uh, but the, so, I love
0: that the first thing Doulet does when he hops up is he immediately starts to tuck in his shirt. He goes for the tight tuck. Yeah. He, he goes for the tight tuck right away because Gus is still Gus. Uh,
1: this scene is, I think, m- one of my favorites in Psych history.
0: It was just beyond so.
1: And so well shot. Like Andy starting on on Sean's face waking up, which S-
0: sleeping on a on a box of Coca Pebbles, I believe.
1: Yeah. We haven't gotten to you yet. Okay, so Lassiter is there and sporting a black eye. Um, anyway, that, what the makeup job they did though with the black eye looked really brought out those, um, really brought out the blue in your eyes. Did you um, have anything to do with that?
0: Hold on one second. second, I, oh. I got to catch up. So, oh. on the couch, this scene was just insane to shoot. Laying on the couch, under the, I just remember on, being under the, on the couch under the blanket with Kurt and just giggling at how much fun we were having. <laughs> So as I wake up and I, the scene where I, I pull up, I, the, he comments that I have a, a black eye and I, pull a, I grab a CD case to look at, at in the reflection. And I'm going, maximum Sternbush here. Like, maximum. It's, it's, on, it's on, like, all the way down to my navel. It's like I'm not even wearing a shirt. Like, it's not as a maximum Sternbush. It's like, there's a huge popped Karen.
1: Huge pop Karen, Yeah.
0: I was letting it all out. Did you it. pick
1: the blue that you were wearing? Because I want to, like, that was like an icy, I, ha, I, I feel like you had a hand in what you wore and, and your hair and the makeup on your eye.
0: I, I did have a little hand in suggesting how far the buttons go down. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it's you're it's losing his mind. We have to, we have to, go <laughs> we got to let the men go.
1: Do you know this, this kind of reminded me a little bit, uh, the look that you had? of Here's Lassie. I felt like it was a little bit oh. like of a first step into the crazy of uh, how, just how far that can go. Yeah, I just,
0: I just loved how because Lassie was always so buttoned up to have him so undone and his hair so messy was just delicious to play.
1: But you still look fantastic, right? I thought he still looked great, right. okay. Anyway, okay, so, um, so what did I say? Okay, so they all woke up. Lassiter's there. He's got a black eye, and Woody is sharing a couch with him. What does he call you, Peaches?
0: Oh, which is uh, sorry, I missed it. It's it's the very first of these psychotic lib- libations. The the um oh come back come back to bed, Peaches.
1: Okay. Are they are they supposed to drink now? Is that the uh, we- do, do they drink now?
0: Yes. Now you drink uh, got or it. Okay. take your. Just to make it's sure sure we're on the psychotic libation. Page. Live um, it up.
1: Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, okay. So none of them have any recollection of the night before. Uh, so there's. I
0: got. I got the. I. I must correct. It. I got. You get. A, you get a double shot. Because I got the line totally wrong. <laughs> Calm down, peaches. Come back to bed. Oh.
1: Sorry, guess you have to take another drink. Oh, oh, wow! You really are.
0: <laughs> Apparently, there's a We're bar like in the theater. We're like half joking
1: when we talk about that, but I, I'm, I'm ha- really happy to see the dedication. I, where's
0: ours? I appreciate you.
1: Yes, you did have well. Okay, back backstage. Did We discover um, anyway. Shall we continue?
0: continue? Okay, there is
1: strange debris everywhere. I think that's well put. A gun in the fish tank missing three bullets, and I- I'm seemingly... I'm sorry,
0: not just a gun. <laughs> my baby, <laughs> Lassiter's Colt 1911, is in the fish tank. Yeah. And the, the shock and, of horror on his face as I jump across the room to, to, retry, to retrieve my gun, lift it up and immediately say, it's missing three bullets, which i got to... Fess up. <clears throat> I stole that. I said, like, it's missing three bullets. I can tell by the weight. Totally stole that. I mean, it might have been the script, but I think I improvised. I can tell by the weight. Because I stole it from a Clint Eastwood movie, of course. In the line of fire, there's a scene where Dermot Maroney is kidnapped and Clint Eastwood has to shoot him to um, prove that he's not a Secret Service member. He pulls a trigger and it's empty and then later explains that he could tell by the weight. So, the lesson here, kids, is always steal from the best.
1: <laughs> I just remember
0: seeing that years ago and thinking, that's so cool, I'm going I'm to use that one day. And okay. lo and behold, I get a scene where Lasseter has to explain why he can tell there's, there's the bullets missing out of a gun.
1: That's really funny. Someone just told, said a quote to me the other day, and I think, I think it went like this, like, smart people create, but geniuses steal. So I think Thanks. you're a genius. <laughs> I'm serious. Someone literally just Guilty said that Guilty as me. charged, so I'll take it. Lasseter would know, though. He would actually know... Like, I know that that's a line, but Lasseter, of course, would know the weight if one or two or three or four bullets were gone. He would know how many
0: ounces that 345 slugs For sure,
1: absolutely. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and while it is the perfect time to shower others with love, don't forget about showing your skin some love too. With harsh winter in full swing, your skin is craving a little extra attention. Thanks to today's sponsor, OneSkin, you can give your skin TLC beyond the surface with topical supplements that improve the health of your skin at the cellular level. Their secret, OneSkin's proprietary OSO1 peptide. It is the first ingredient scientifically proven to reduce the buildup of senescent cells, those notorious zombie cells that contribute to skin aging. Fewer zombie cells means healthier, younger looking skin with fewer lines and wrinkles, reduced age spots, and a stronger natural barrier. That's something that is especially important at this time of year. So show your skin some love with OneSkin. For a limited time, our listeners will get an exclusive 15% off, 15% off their first OneSkin purchase using code pineapple when they check out at oneskin.co. So I've been using it for a while now. As they sponsor the pod, I was like trying the product. First off, it feels so good. But recently, I've seen a couple of people that I just haven't seen in a while and both were like, your skin looks great. What are you doing? Like, it was really, really nice. And so I also want to say, yes, it's doing all of that work that we don't see. But then when when I was actually in front of people, they were, they were noticing they said my skin was glowing. So there, it actually gives you a glow too. Treating the symptoms rather than the root cause of aging has long been the norm. Most skincare available on the market is designed to provide a temporary reduction in visible signs of aging addressing just the surface symptoms of an underlying decline in skin health. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to create the world's most effective product to target skin aging. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They create next-level skincare. One Skin is more than skincare. It is about skin longevity, targeting the root causes of aging to help you look and feel your best at every age. Get started today with 15% off using code pineapple at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code pineapple. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. It's time to expect more from your skincare routine. Invest in the health of your skin with OneSkin. Okay. Anyway... Um, Okay, so what else has happened now? Oh, 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 right. Okay, so uh, there are some clues. uh, There are actually no clues at this point. Well, sort of clues, leading to what happened the night before. When the guys are called to the office, Lassie realizes his car keys are missing. There is a huge dent in the blueberry, and Sean finds a disjointed cell phone video. Oh.
0: We have another psychotic libation coming up.
1: I'm really so, sorry, you all. I know it's like three, but so I'll
0: take a second to you all get. <laughs> the bar's going to do very well here today. It's not technically a psychotic. It's not an actual in the show line, but it's more of a personal psychotic line. It's oh. when James says we're going to go. We're going to everybody calm down. We're going to go out and we're going to walk. We're going to walk calmly and drive there like gentlemen. <laughs> so, like gentlemen is a um, just a, a phrase that. Andy, I think Andy Berman first came up with, and or maybe it was James, but it's now been said so much in our in our circle that I insert it into anything. I easily slip into anything with um, involving my pals. And what are we going to do? We're going to go to Burger, like gentlemen.
1: Didn't John Cena have something to do with the gentleman line? Because remember, he came up and and basically trained all of you how to take a proper shot. I'm you sorry. mean the night that John took drinking. us we out did. to the Wink
0: and Judge and made, air quotes, us yes. drink 12 shots of yes. of Jack?
1: But it was to get it right because you were to drink it like a gentleman. Yeah, there, I remember. There's a,
0: whole, there's a whole process of how he likes to go. I
1: didn't have to. Do that, thank goodness. Well,
0: we know you, your history with whiskey is not a good one.
1: Not great. But we'll get to that later. Okay. There's, there's yeah. a fan question
0: that might involve Let's... that.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, so um, so we've seen the video now, um, some weird cell phone video from the night before. They watch the video and see they were very chummy with a man in a Hawaiian shirt that is not Henry. Uh, as they arrive huh. at the morgue, they are horrified to discover that the same man in a Hawaiian shirt is now dead on the slab Shot three times, which immediately leads Lasseter to believe his gun could have been the we murder weapon. We did skip weapon. one
0: thing. So as, what? We, as we decide to drive calmly like gentlemen and go out <laughs> and stand in there looking at the blueberry, I just remember laughing my ass off at Dulé doing his incredible physical comedy of him oh. being so upset with the blueberry. I just remember being so happy the camera was on my back because I... Didn't have to. Ma- didn't even try and mask my, my left quiver and just.
1: I was dying watching that.
0: Falling apart, laughing at him. It was so
1: good. He's so funny. He is so funny. He's so good in this episode. Oh my god! I can't wait till the the scene in his apartment. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: so now we're at the theme song, guys. We made it to the theme song. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Sean then realizes that the sandals he is wearing belong to the dead man. Then they figure out that Gus and the dead man had at some point swapped phones and that they had his phone the whole time. Concerned, Juliet pulls Sean aside and asks him about the strange and game-changing phone call he made to her last night. Sean doesn't remember it at all, and Juliet needs to leave before she can get into any details. Lassiter, Sean, Gus, and Woody. I love, the, I love that Woody was a part of this. Beginning to, right? Yeah. Oh, Woody, we needed that. Like, what oh, Woody is so this funny. This was the
0: point of the season where somebody went, we need more strode.
1: Yes. Wait, isn't wasn't there Oh no, never mind. I'm confusing scenes with another episode. Woody are you gonna speed up? Um, okay. <laughs> they all determine that they must have been drugged. Woody gives a drug test to all of them and confirms it, but who drugged them and why? The guys find more clues on the dead man's phone numerous pictures of a woman since they remember absolutely nothing they head back to the bar uh, uh, the bar they were at to get some answers. Sean theorizes that they may have been uh, the unintended recipients of a round of drugged drinks meant for some women from a man they saw at the bar but the bartender squelches the theory the second he reveals that <laughs> that the man Sean thinks drugged them is his romantic partner. But Lassie doesn't pick up on it at all.
0: Have we, um... Have we gotten...
1: Done... No.
0: We're not there yet?
1: Yes, we're okay. there right now. Okay. Um, but the bartender... Oh, wait, we already did that. Just then, an attractive woman enters the bar, walks over to Gus, and kisses him. Gus thinks... I love that Gus is just like, okay. And he just <laughs> keeps going. Gus thinks this might be a girl uh, he hooked up with from the night before.
0: So we're at the bar now, right? Yes, we are at the bar. I have to say, the... Um, I thank Andy Berman every, moment I w- every morning I wake up, I thank him for that slow-motion stroll into the bar with the, um, oh, with the music so from Reservoir Dogs Underneath. I've never looked cooler on cam on film ever other than the slow-motion no-look sh- no, no bullet catch. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. So both of those oh, immediately so went cool. on my reel. Thanks to Andy.
1: It's so good. That shot is so fantastic. Andy really directed the shit out of this. Um, okay, so where are we now? We have
0: okay. a, if we're still in the bar, I have a pretty we're good. We're still in um, the bar. There's a, a, a pretty good show first. In the bar. In the bar.
1: Okay, everyone safe. You ready? I'm ready.
0: It's the first time we have a when we meet the um the bartender's partner. It's the first time we have an openly gay couple on the show.
1: Oh yeah. But that's it's true. not the last exactly. because spoiler
0: alert. Remember last has got two moms. Yeah. Wait, what? Last has two moms.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Exactly. Love this, I love this. Um, Okay, the woman tries to get uh, Gus to go with her, but Gus reluctantly stays to finish the investigation. He really doesn't want to though. Just as the woman is giving Gus her number, Sean remembers a few clues from the psych office that lead him to believe they went to Bobo's Donuts. (laughs) Yes, after they left the bar. They arrive at Bobo's Donuts and discover that they had been there last night, questioning the shop owner about the woman and the photos. Yes, I sir. I have a
0: psychonic libation line coming up.
1: I mean, get ready. I'm ready? really sorry, you all.
0: You killed Not Bobo. <laughs>
1: that was good.
0: He did that a was, better meet still. No,
1: no, I think you did it great. I think you did great. Wait, if he killed Bobo then, what did he do to him?
0: He would have been murdered. Woo! You're welcome. I wasn't going to let
1: that go. All right, so they arrive at Bobo's Donuts, discover they had been there last night. Oh, we already did that. Okay, it turns out their Hawaiian shirted friend in,
0: was... So, and of course, <laughs> Lassiter's like, I need... If you're going to accuse me of that, I need evidence. And he takes the spec station and shows us the uh, sur- surveillance footage. So you see, you see the, the blueberry run into the car, or run, in,
1: run the into, the, uh, into Bobo, yes.
0: falls on top, crushes the blueberry. You see, and then see Lassiter hop out of the car, and you see three, bo- three shots hit Bobo. What you don't see is me, it's actually shot of me firing the gun. I think it's because I'm so stupid that I am. I, I'm literally pulling trigger. I think we, we didn't have um, blanks in, in the gun because it was, was going to show the, the uh, bullets hitting the bubble. So it didn't need shot of me, but I'm literally going, bang, bang, bang! <laughs> like a six year old playing. Wait, Pops you're and saying robbers. bang,
1: bang, bang?
0: <laughs> I remember just being in his pocket like going, Bang,
1: bang, bang!
0: <laughs> like what am I doing?
1: You loved it. What are you talking about? <laughs> These were your favorite scenes. That's very cute. I'm dumb. That's I was very so excited. Cute. I, was, I love it. I'm dumb. All right. So <laughs> they look at wait, wait, hold on. What did I just say? Um, they write Bobo's. They've been there. Okay, picture. Show. Okay. They look uh, at, at the security camera footage from Bobos. A man punches Lassiter in the face. And the expended bullets from Lassiter's gun were used to shoot at the giant boba's Donut statue that fell on the blueberry, causing the dent. Just then, Lassiter gets a call: another dead body, which means someone else was
0: murdered. It was a maybe. Wait, did I hear you all? That one doesn't Wait. Even count. Wait, what? They that were was...
1: helping you out, though. Okay, it was Thank special. You. It was special. All right, um, let's see. Okay, so uh, there was another body. Yeah, the body belongs to the same man who punched Lasseter in the security footage. The man is identified as Scott Williams. Who, who is Scott is, Williams? Shout out to our DP. Yeah, Scott Williams was our uh, DP on Psych uh, for uh, what? Uh, season four on, right? Five? Yes. So, yeah.
0: I'm going to say yes.
1: Sean, fi- <laughs> Sean figures it out that Scott and the Hawaiian shirted PI knew each other and were in contact because the PI had Williams' number in his recently dialed call history. Sean and Jules then confessed what happened last night at the same time, finally getting back on the same page. Uh, the guys in the SBPD, wait, the guys in the SBPD head to Williams' home investigating the mur- murder. <laughs> Even Dobson makes it. Dobson, of. yay, Nancy my Hannah. buddy Dobson Sean realizes from a photo in the house That the pictures of the woman the PI had on his phone Are the same woman who lives there And is Scott's wife Have, They yes. Did we skip the morgue? Are we, we did we aren't, We're past the morgue, right? We're past the morgue, but we should talk about that scene Because it, okay. it was when I, I As you're going
0: to the SPPD, into the morgue mm-hmm. It is one of the most Psychonic libation lines ever Oh
1: Are you ready? Back up, because, you, yeah, you're going to have to drink it. So, again. Give
0: me all time to um, refill your, your shot glass.
1: I had no idea this was such it's a... It's when
0: O'Hara um, questions Laster for wearing sunglasses and tells me to take those sunglasses off. Oh, yeah. And I say, you put some sunglasses on. <laughs> my abs- one of my absolute favorite exchanges of last yet, ever.
1: So good. So good. How did we brush over that? I actually, I love that, too. Uh, okay. So, are we, where are we now? Where, I where th- was I?
0: We are, um...
1: They figure out, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The wife, okay, they, they, okay, 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 hold on. <laughs> Sean realizes from a photo in the house, picture of the picture, okay, so this is Scott's wife. Okay, then they, thank you all. Then they determine that the PI was hired by Scott to investigate his cheating wife. They theorize it was the wife that killed both of them. Just then, Sean gets a call from Henry, who is, <laughs> Henry, we haven't Hold even on, gotten to Henry yet. Oh my pause God. one second. <laughs> Sean gets a call from Henry who's at a motel room and has no idea uh, Max, how he got there. Max, pause one second. Pausing.
0: So there's a great scene where uh, Juliet and Sean go out into the hallway of the, um, of the morgue and we get, a, we get a lovely insight into their, into their relations where um, you know it better. Sean accuses Juliet of being grumps.
1: <laughs> who's grumps? I was... You seem grums. Yeah. One of my favorites. One of my favorite lines in psych ever. It's a little
0: insight of how they, uh, how they, um, their relationship, and not argue, but call each other out on, in a loving way. Yeah. Rather than, hey, why are you being such a,
1: not Yage. nice person.
0: He uses the words gumps, because how could she ever?
1: Okay. Uh, they, okay, so, so, wait a minute, i saying, he's not wearing, oh, Henry had a moment, tell how he got there. He's also not wearing any
0: pants. <laughs>
1: Then they figure out that Jim, the retiree, oh, Jim.
0: (sighs) (laughs) I don't want to be here anymore. I
1: don't want to be. I remember so clearly, so vividly that day. I could not keep it together. He's so funny. It's so genuine. Like, my heart breaks for him. He's like, I don't know how I got here. I'm cold. (laughs) <laughs> Someone take me home. Like,
0: I'm not a 40-year-old actor. Yes. I'm an older gentleman. Oh, I'm yes. laying on a, you have me in a chaise lounge, covered in a towel for yes. all day. I don't want, I really don't want to be here anymore. It was really,
1: really, really sweet. For this, Maggie,
0: this day at the at the motel was the oh. day that we all discovered that we were getting, fl- they were flying all of us out to New York for, I think, the upfronts.
1: Oh, that day was so And just so the excitement, all special. of it was kind of like,
0: Traveling around the cast, like you're going, you go, yeah, we're all, we're all going. We were so excited that we yeah. got to take this big cast field trip to New York.
1: I remember, I remember us sitting up in like one of the hotel rooms, like a they set like one of the hotel rooms as a green room for us. And
0: right. it was like
1: we all kind of got the email at the same time that we were gonna get to go to upfronts because we never really knew, like we were still like us. I mean, at that point, at this point, we had ca- you know, caught on a little bit and we had our, our psych fandom, but like to get called to the upfronts in New York was like such a big deal for us because we I don't know we, we were just up in Vancouver doing our yeah, thing yeah it just, it just it gave like, us validation
0: from the network yeah. that our show was doing something
1: yeah it was really cool and that's a good memory I forgot that that was our, thanks y'all I forgot that happened but now I remember it exactly we were all sitting in our little cast chairs and it was like <gasps> we all get to go and then we were like shit what are we going to wear <laughs> And then we went shopping, probably. Um, okay, so where are we now? Oh, okay, so Henry, uh, they found out the gym, the retiree drove Henry to the motel as he's sleeping on a reclining chair near the outdoor pool. From this, Sean puts it together that they must have gone to the same hotel last night thinking that the wife was going to show up there. They get confirmation uh, of this by checking out her vacated room. But the room is rigged to blow up. Uh, oh, wow, that's right. This was crazy by a gas leak, so everybody quickly escapes by jumping off the balcony and into the unkempt pool.
0: Thank you, stunt people.
1: Yep, thank you, Laura Lee. That was, what what, what season was this, six? Yeah, by then I think we were pretty comfortable being like, hey, um," no, I think it was more hair and makeup that would be like, we don't wanna have to dry their hair and have to clean them up every time, and also the boys, also the boys. Uh, back at the video, while Karen is lecturing everyone about their recent behavior, <laughs> poor Karen, poor Chief. Like, like, what? A, we're just a bunch of idiots. I mean, I, I'm not, but like, you know, I have, I
0: have such a vivid memory of you were the four of us sitting there drying was, our hair, and Corbin just busting up laughing. Yeah, it was. Like, and just us just so, staring. The, the, um, the towel fight was. Is what really did it? That's so good. The uh, the rolling the towel like yeah. it, like junior high school um, junior high school boys Maybe even are about to snap younger. each
1: other. Yeah, we were we are children. Um, okay, so uh, Karen's lecture everybody. There's a, a fictionalized um, Ed Lover shows up to retrieve the gold chain that Sean apparently stole off of him at a club the night before.
0: I have another series first here. Ed Lover. It's a big episode. It's not just Ed Lover. It's something. It's something Ed Lover. It is a, we have a quadruple, come on, son. Oh, yeah. Never attempted in the history of our show. No. For a good reason, because people get hurt unless you stretch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I have to say skepticism serves me well sometimes, whether it has saved me money, kept me from wasting a day at a timeshare presentation, or helping me avoid spreading misinformation. So if you can spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job, congratulations, you're a skeptic. And Ritual knows that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. That's right. They're clinically backed essential for women. 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. You know that shorter days mean less sun, less vitamin D. So it's time to focus on getting more vitamin D into your diet. 97% of women ages 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet. Rituals essential for women 18 plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. So ritual is just now a part of my routine. They also have like a sleep formula. I know I'm talking about the essential for women, but they have several different vitamins. I've tried all of them. I actually have worked all of them into my routine. The multivitamin just in general, I feel better. So it's not just about like taking this vitamin that I know where all the ingredients come from, which I love. I've been healthier. I'm going to knock on something. I feel better. And I know that vitamin D, especially in my friends and my family, uh, we have a deficiency. Another reason I love ritual. A clinically backed multivitamin for women, 18 plus with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption. Gentle on an empty stomach with a minty essence in every bottle. I love that. That helps taking your multis actually enjoyable. Rituals essential for women is USP verified. So you know, you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows the product contains the, the ingredients actually listed on the label. Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free certified B Corp and made traceable. Ritual uses scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritize sustainably sourced ingredients and set ambitious climate goals. Ritual is a female founded B Corp, meaning they are holding themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of the people and our planet. No more shady business. No. Ritual's essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com dot com slash pineapple start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today that's ritual.com slash pineapple for 20 off that was so good um okay uh let's see uh just then okay so uh just then Gus gets a call from the woman having had enough of all of this
0: uh, sorry Max um it's very
1: smooth and leaves a
0: very important um another psychotic line alert everybody I'll give you a moment to uh, refill or re-spoon uh, up your uh, sorbet. You didn't
1: know what you were signing up for today, did you? <laughs> I-, I didn't either, actually. So
0: this is when um, Vic um, chastises Gus for um, interrupting. And we get, a, we get the iconic, um, that was uh, him saying last night, Gus. But no, the actual line is, ballin' and shot callin'. <laughs> Drink up.
1: I like this game. This was fun. These are good lines. Imagine if we did this with every episode. Like, How many shows
0: lines? do y'all watch that are so meta that a character calls out the title of the episode <laughs> on purpose? Yeah. That's why I love this show.
1: And we get away, f- we get away with it. Okay, next. They all analyze the photos from the PI's phone. Sean takes a closer look at a picture and recognizes the face of a man the wife is eating lunch with. From there, Sean gets uh, SBPD's tech guy, so funny, loved him, to alter the face in the picture to look like the mugshot of a man on the most wanted list, a man named Leroy Jenkins.
0: (laughs) Wow. Again, Berman utilizing the classic, fitting too many people in a small space, in one camera frame. It's always funny.
1: Also, the tech guy is so funny. I just think he's great. Um, Okay, anyway, Leroy Jenkins, he looks just like the man the wife is eating uh, lunch with in the photo. After a few adjustments to the photo, Sean's theory is proven right. Leroy had been keeping a low profile for years, and when he found out that he was being followed by a PI, he had both Scott and the PI killed. They then all realized that Leroy wasn't working alone, and that his partner was Leroy's next of kin, Lily. Lily Jenkins. We like the name Lily a lot,
0: not Yeah, that's my daughter, aww.
1: Okay. Um, okay, ready? So she's the same girl who approached Gus and kissed him at the bar. She was actually at the bar that night tracking the P.I. to get his phone to wipe any evidence he may have recorded of her dad, Leroy Jenkins. Uh, but when she saw that there were cops, she drugged them to make sure they wouldn't remember any of the events surrounding Leroy's whereabouts. Sean puts it together quickly, that Lily is the same woman who was all over Gus, and that she was only after Gus to get the PI's phone, which is also the same phone Gus still has in his possession. The SBPD immediately heads over to Gus's apartment to save him from being killed by Lily, and while they're heading over, they realize the bartender (laughs) and his boyfriend, So Ford Focus. I'm sorry, Ford Fusion, Ford Fusion. <laughs> oh my God, that was the best product placement ever, by the way. That <laughs> went on for like a couple of episodes. Remember when we made the commercial? Did we talk about this in the yeah, last we, pod? We okay, do. yeah, yeah.
0: We talked about it anyway. in one of the last episode. two episodes it was ago. fun.
1: Okay, the scene, are we read we the apartment now? Because, I mean, the drive over is really funny. Um, but Gus. Yeah,
0: me leaning out the window halfway, like falling out the window. Yes. Trying to, reach for my Ford Fusion.
1: Yes. Um, Okay, so when they finally arrive, Lily had already drugged Gus and Leroy is there with a gun pointed at Woozie Gus.
0: How funny is Dulé Hill in this scene?
1: Dulé repeating back to the dude holding the gun. I I watched it like four times. Yeah. It's...
0: Can I smoosh your face? Yeah. He was just so funny.
1: Um, Duley is—I mean, we were not going to say underrated in this in this room for sure—but his comedy is so good. It's so specific and it's so believable. Like I was watching that scene. There's nothing that I don't believe is like not Gus in that scene. Like he's so good. It never goes out. Like,
0: oh. Him being serious is just when the guy's like, "Stop repeating what I say," then Dulé puts on a serious face. Stop repeating what I say. It just made. Yeah, I had to watch this. It just—he's so funny.
1: So good. Um, okay, so... The, the, the shootout scene? Um, yeah, we're, we're almost there. Lasseter and Juliet... Juliet? Uh, Lasseter and Juliet show up just in time. That's right. Uh, to take down Leroy and arrest him once and for all. Then a massive shootout begins while Gus is drugged on the couch.
0: And a classic bubble wrap moment. Classic Maggie wanting to bubble wrap Tim moment. Always. As I jump over the... Um, there were no stunt people in that one. I was like... It's like I can jump over the over the um, table myself, and then with my seventeen feet long gangly legs, jumping over that, leaping lankling over that sofa, and I I just can feel you in the back of my head, like staring, going,
1: no, 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 careful, careful, careful. Made me so nervous. I bet I bet if you look closely at the scene, I have like on my face or something always so nervous okay um so oh this is so good so we we just to be clear we showed up just in time um to uh, have a massive shootout while Gus is drugged on the couch after Gus notices a bowl of taffy like what who does that I mean we do but like it's just so funny anyway he takes this bowl of taffy and he smashes it over Leroy's head in like slow motion. This guy's got
0: taffy. It's
1: so good. <laughs> Back at the donut shop. Uh, Woody and Henry help the donut worker by baking donuts. This is very cute. Lastly, thanks Sean for helping prove his innocence. We end with Sean and Juliet discussing the fact that Sean, in his drugged state the night before, called Juliet, suggesting they move in together. I can't tell if those are like, mm, no, we're not ready yet, or if those are like, ooh, like sexy. Maybe it's a blend of both.
0: What? I mean, you just came out as a Did couple, so you're again? already really accelerated. Just say it? What? Don't, don't you even, I think Julia even has a line. It's only, we've only been together for like five months, something like that. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: Like, your relationship's really acc- accelerated. I can't wait to see what happens between you two.
1: <laughs> I wonder what happens next. I wonder where they end up. Anyway. <laughs>
0: I guess I'll have to keep watching the so show.
1: sweet. Uh, yeah. I think they were very mature. I thought this com- conversation between the two of them was, was very mature. Anyway, it, for a second. Um, <laughs> surprisingly, in the end, Sean is the one who suggests that they actually do move in together. Um, Sean is shocked when Juliet tells him she isn't quite ready to make that next step. But they still end on a happy note. Very sweet. Um, yeah. I. Yeah. So there's... There's, that's last night, Gus. I mean, that's the synopsis of did, Is anyone still we,
0: sober? The, um, insider insight. So I'm sure a lot of you have seen the behind-the-scenes photographs of, of what didn't happen. You didn't see on camera, but like of us tearing that hotel room apart. Oh, my God. So much for like James and I doing um, green, green facial masks. And there's a shot of me throwing the mattress into the, um, into the pool like a madman. And, it was just—it was just a perfect example, of like how incredibly fun this stupid, stupid fun this episode was.
1: It was—it was stupid fun. I mean, I, I got to watch all of you. You all—it was, again, it was like putting Sean, Gus, Lasseter, and Woody, uh, in that, and Henry, yeah. and poor G- Jim Dubois. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess!
0: No, it, truly, uh, this is like this is why this episode is one of my favorites. I think I seriously say our favorites. And all y'all's favorites. Yeah. Well, I'd say iconic episode because of the genius of Andy Berman.
1: Yeah. And having him as a director and uh, have written it as well. Like I by this time too, I think he was feeling a bit like even more confident. He had like directed at this point. What he just let you all go. Like he let you all have fun. Like he it was. Do, he gave so us such silly. gifts with this episode. Yeah. We had a good time. I mean, we always did. But this was, this was special. Um, so that's last night, Gus. The episode. Thanks, guys. Um, but we still have fan questions. But we, we need a little... We, do you have, Wait, I feel like... Is there something else you want to add before I bring no. out um, our third host?
0: No, I, I, think, I think we need some help with these.
1: You're not standing in the back... You're not backstage. You're coming out here. Okay, good. I see her back there, and I'm like, no... Who is this? Who am I talking about?
0: Devin. It's our hero, Devin, everybody.
1: Devin, we love you. We could not do this without... Devin's the best. I know. You know. (laughs) I know. I know know you know. I know you know. That sounds Uh, familiar. uh, Okay. Um, Okay, ready? You want to do the fan questions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I actually have a different
0: question. Are you gonna fan question the shit out of this yeah,
1: portion? Yeah!
0: Yeah! Let's bring it, Devin. Bring it. So,
2: did you have a hunch when you were filming Last Night, Gus, that it would turn out to be everyone's favorite episode?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Agreed.
1: Just, that's such an easy answer. We knew when we were doing it, I mean, it was, it was so ridiculous. Um, but every single thing worked like the whole, it it just worked. It was really, it was really special. We knew that. We knew it.
0: Especially when I saw the slow motion walk. Yeah. Yeah. This has got to be the coolest episode ever. Yeah. We might want to stop now, but thank goodness we didn't.
1: Yeah, exactly. But yes, we, this was, this was a special one. Even when we were filming it. Oh yeah.
2: Tim, how different and fun was it to be directly part of the team? with Sean and Gus and Woody.
0: I mean, not only was it incredibly fun, I mean, obviously different, because, I mean, it it wasn't all Skittles and beer, because I didn't get to work with Maggie enough. Did you say
1: Skittles and beer?
0: It's an old phrase. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. It's an old British phrase. I like it.
1: No, I kind of get it. It wasn't all
0: um, unicorns and and moonbeams.
1: Did you say unicorns and (laughs) moonbeams?
0: That's so cute. Keep going. It wasn't all shits and giggles, because I didn't get to work with, <laughs> I didn't get to work, is that, is that is less archaic for Did you? Did you
1: say shits and giggles?
0: That one I know. No, I know unicorns. The, the point is too. I didn't get to work with Maggie Lawson enough in this episode. But other than that part, getting oh, to be with true. the boys was just, because of the gold, the comic gold that Andy gave us. It just was um, ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculously joyful.
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay. And again,
0: once I saw the slow motion wow, because like, this is amazing.
2: Do you remember what parts of the episode were improv?
1: I remember, I mean, I'm not in it as much, but I know that the walk away with James and I at the end was mostly improv. That was like, we had a few lines there. And once it was decided, like we got to the, you know, we're, we're not moving in together right now thing. Then it was like, Y'all just make chit-chat while you walk away. I did not know that's how the episode was going to... I didn't know the end, it was going to end on that dialogue. But that was all... <laughs> that was a lot. That was improv. <laughs> it really came naturally to us.
0: I'll tell you what I don't think was improv. I mean, it's digressing, but it's because I really got to shout out, James. There's the scene we, we um, glossed over. We're still in the, when, uh, in the morgue when Lasseter says, I'm going to show myself in. And uh, James gives his... uh rant about having lost his mojo and there's a monologue about um how how would you feel if you like you convinced a child that he was licking ice cream and seeing him walking oh away licking God. air but it's just i mean, can't even i'm not even trying yeah to say i'm the, the word. same it
1: but it, so it is so, it's
0: such a classic andy berman monologue and james is like gene wilder genius level at the end of willy wonka in this scene yeah and i have to take my hat off to him yeah
1: so funny.
2: <laughs> Who do you think is the smoothest slash has the most game in the
1: cast? <laughs> I mean, Dule Hill, right? I was, was
0: Dule Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Dule Hill. <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't think we really had to think about that one. Yeah. No, that was a given. Yeah.
2: Okay, give us your best last night Maggie and last night Tim stories.
0: Ha! <laughs> 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 I gotta check with my attorney first
1: that question. I knew someone
0: was going to ask this question.
1: <laughs> oh, maybe they're not here. Maggie, does your
0: have anything to do with the Kentucky magic water?
1: <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I <laughs> shouldn't tell this story, but maybe yeah. I will.
0: Well, now you have to.
1: What? Uh, I, <laughs> I remember. Not a lot about the night, but I remember um, I think I was like 21 or 22, so just a couple years ago. And uh, I was uh, I was at a party. I was not a big drinker, so I, but I was drinking, and uh, I don't know... <laughs> I just woke up and I had 16 voicemails on my phone that I had left to myself. <laughs> 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 this is a true story. <laughs> it was like,
0: Were you I had, warning yourself about anything? It was, what? Were you warning yourself, would you remind yourself where your car was?
1: No. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, I, I think I was either trying to check the, my voicemail because I think like maybe somebody was coming to the party and I was like oh maybe it's them and I should check my voicemail but I it was like not now when you can just go to like the visual voicemail or whatever on your phone and see it this was, this was just a couple years ago when I had like a smartphone it was like a Palm Trio or I don't I, something like that anyway and I remember you had to like dial your voicemail um, so I was dying it to, dialing it to listen and I. I guess it would it was I was calling myself (laughs) and I was just leaving. I was just you know I was talking myself through like well we should drink some water I think I'm gonna get some water I was talking to no one I literally I I don't remember everything that I said but I just remember there were 16 messages and I learned a good lesson that night and we have them here tonight (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I can't believe I just told that
0: story (laughs) She was like
1: It was it's not great. I don't know. Do
0: we cheer that on? How did the six-year-old Maggie leave a message at the beep? I know (laughs) Maggie, Maggie, you're really drunk. You should drink some water and have some Advil. (laughs) No, I
1: was I was moving through a crowd of people. I remember because I was so mortified. When I saw the messages the next day. You know, you just remember those moments so clearly when you're like, oh my God. And so I remember it like it was yesterday. I just remember what the voicemails, the voice notes, or I guess it was the voicemails. Yeah, sounded like. And it was, it wasn't, it just wasn't great. I, I was trying to talk very nice to myself though. It's like, you're going to be okay. Just, you're going to be okay. Just get over there to the couch. know <laughs> that's it's, not it's what just I said. It was something it's just like that.
0: The room will stop spinning yes. soon. Just... <laughs> Calm Whatever you do, don't down. lay down.
1: Just keep walking, keep walking. Okay, this isn't. This is getting worse. Um, that what isn't about, exactly what I said. What? I was gonna say, Tim. What's your story? Sorry, yeah, I
0: went on. Um, there. There's none that I can tell in public. <laughs> actually, I actually don't really have any. Uh, unlo- Although I've one- got a
1: last night, Tim story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was okay. There was one. There was one weekend in college where we called it the last weekend. <laughs> where one of my one of my dear friends, the next at one point on Saturday, I think he just woke up and said, "Like, how much did I drink last night, and how how soon did I pass out?" And I think the answer was way too much and very early.
1: <laughs> I remember a night in New York where I we were supposed to go to oh. our, we were supposed to go to a museum oh, the next God. day. Oh, you mean and the, the night I, we talked
0: about this before? The night that I, I stupidly tried to outdrink an Australian.
1: What were you thinking? <laughs> What were you thinking?
0: I was dumb.
1: But I brought you Pedialyte because we were going to go to that museum.
0: Yeah, we yes, right. We planned yeah, like, to see the, the Ouija um, exhibit. I was that. Love, yeah, that was a bad, bad, bad morning. But my best friend in the world showed up to my door with Pedialyte and I think Gatorade. It sounds
1: really sweet, but it was really because I just wanted to go to the museum, and I knew <laughs> that if he had some Pedialyte, he would feel better. So, it was, it was for you, though.
0: But I, I still remember it, though, so yeah. I don't really have a, a That's forgotten true. one.
1: It, it, wasn't a, it wasn't that bad. I'm sorry I outed Pedialyte Night. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> We've got
2: one last question, super easy. What was your favorite scene from this episode?
1: Maybe not easy. No, how do you pick? Peaches. It's got to be the it's opening be. scene. It's the, if it's Peaches, it's the opening scene we start on James's face as we start to like put everything together. I, that's my favorite.
0: Hands down, calm down, it's yeah. Peaches, come to bed. That whole, that whole, that whole series thing. plus my baby with the gun is just that whole. Oh, you know, yeah. Said. It was all those hands on my favorite, I think one of my favorite scenes ever of Psych.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think that's awesome. Cause,
0: Cause we got to play with Kurt in a way we know we get to play yeah. and the boys.
1: Yeah. We love, we love Kurt. Anyway. Is that it for the fan questions? That's it. That was all we got for last night? I'm kidding.
0: I, I do have to shout out Allison because as we were packing for the trip, I, I picked out some polka dots. She's like, those don't go with the suit. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she gets honey,
0: the you're right, as always.
1: Anyway, you all, we just podcasted the shit out of, like...
0: Out of it, <laughs> thanks to all y'all. But out of
1: last night, Gus. Like, this one is like, we'll remember this forever there
0: are, and this just there's so many more psychotic episodes coming up on the tour I
1: know we it, it's crazy I don't have the layout of like which city is which uh episode yet but um and we don't even have we can't even announce all the cities eight seven more eight more eight. Julie I hear you eight. eight eight okay we have eight more
0: I think we Atlanta is next No there's nine more cuz there's that city we can't announce yet
1: Oh there's that other city we can't announce yet so Nine more. Oh, yeah. I knew you were here. I was like, wait, Julie, help us out here.
0: Oh, and soon, just so you'll know, soon we're going to have um, tour shirts on the uh, psychologist's website.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, we, yes. We, we can't
0: announce them yet because it's got a city on there that cannot yes. be named yet.
1: But there is a mung, mug that says touring the shit out of it. Okay, the, yeah. Come touring the in.
0: shit out of it, everybody. Yes,
1: we are. All right. Thank you all so much uh, for coming to our show here in San Francisco and kicking off this tour with us. We love you all.
2: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.